0: At First Congregational Church, 2345 Channing Way in Berkeley. This KPFA benefit wheelchair accessible, co-sponsored by the Middle East Children's Alliance and Jewish Voice for Peace, will be hosted by Nora Barrows Friedman, brilliant voice of the Electronic Intifada and KPFA's Flashpoints. Tickets available online at brownpapertickets.com and supportive independent bookstores. Do not miss Miko Pallad, September 6th. 94.1 KPFA 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley 88.1 KFCF in
1: Fresno and online at kpfa.org The time is 3pm Stay tuned next for Stone's Throw with Jennifer Stone
0: Happy ending Nice and tidy It's a rule I learned in school Get your money Every Friday, happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Shadows
1: out of This is Jennifer Stone with Stones Throw. Oh been gone for two Tuesdays and I, I wanted to say first of all how grateful we all are here that you uh <laughs> you felt that KPFA was worth uh, putting a check in the mail for. God bless you. Uh, Goddess bless you. Pardon me. Uh, I'm afraid that I've been spending my nights up so late. Uh, here it is. What is the seventh of August? The seventh of August. And ah, uh, uh, oh, California's burning. I keep telling myself that uh, we will survive this, as we have survived so many other apocalyptic catastrophes, I, I guess, hmm. I just, uh, I just told myself that it's, it's not right to go wringing my hands and doing this Cassandra number, uh, people are suffering enough, all these horrors, uh, the West Coast getting it right smack in the you-know-what, uh, oh-ho-ho, Cassandra, Cassandra, my old school teachers in the 1950s over at Mills College, yes, (laughs) they knew what was coming, and then, uh, I guess, I guess we were supposed to tell each other what to do, uh, oh-ho-ho, to husband our resources, uh, No use digging wells anymore. There goes the water table. Never mind. Back in the day, they promised us that technology would find a way. I mean, 70% of the Earth's surface is covered with water. I keep saying, you know, put a hose in. We've just, just empty, empty the Pacific and uh, never mind never mind no jokes no jokes 12,000 firefighters out there uh ah uh, I I just can't bear any more stories about the families uh the firefighters are coming from Australia, New Zealand uh, all this incredible energy and uh to call it skill uh Why is it that they always are so much better at cleaning up the mess than they are about preventing things in the first place? Uh, Oh, the failure, the failure of all those in power, you know, to do what they, well, what they could have done. Jerry Brown speaking up and trying to uh, point out that the... EPA, <laughs> no. well, those fuel standards, uh, oh, what we should have done, should have done, uh, this is so, so stupid of me to keep, keep, uh, uh, it's like an old lady wringing her hands, yes, I look at those guys in Washington, D.C., and I say, all oh, that power, so little wisdom, where'd I get that line, I got it, um, the last scenes in a TV show called Confirmation, back in the day when, uh, when uh, Clarence Thomas was <laughs> selected for the Supreme Court, uh, they uh, have a couple of actors playing the women senators and they go into the cafeteria and look at the men on the, uh, on the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee and they say, all that power. And so little wisdom uh anyway, uh, uh as you know as you all know, uh Barack Obama did try, he made a few steps in the right direction, but uh all that effort and uh that's being undone, ripped to shreds, uh hmm, reductions in carbon emissions Oh, all my little notes are so hopeless. I remember in 1977, I left my car by the side of the road and I walked away and I thought, Oh, big deal. Well, it was baby steps. uh, (laughs) What we should have done and when we should have done it. Indeed, 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 indeed. Uh, I'm afraid that I am still stuck in this, uh, what is it, uh, in what I call my my crone, my crone mood. Uh, the crone is the third of the uh, figures, the triple goddess, the old lady. She's apocalyptic. And I'm not just talking about biblical revelations, you know, that Christian thing, but... Uh, All, all the human mythologies and stories promise us floods and fires, uh, okay, go back 2,000 years and that's just, just a sneeze, uh, I am fond of, my favorite actually is Ragnarok, (laughs) that's the Norse, the Norse, uh, Uh, End of Days. Uh, I found Edna St. Vincent Millay's Epitaph for the Race of Man. Read that to myself about five o'clock this morning, and I thought, well, the dinosaurs, you know, they had 150 million years on the planet, and they had bird brains. What is the matter with us? Ah, well, I think Homo Saps, as we used to say, Homo Saps, uh, had about a million years, I think, uh, some people say more, uh, (laughs) remember old Jimmy Carter saying that when he came to office, there were nine million wanderers, refugees on the planet, and that, uh, I guess, yeah, when he left office, or later on, I guess, a few years later, he counted, and there were 39 million. Uh, Anyway, yes, the people wandering, uh, wandering, and not being able to find a home. Uh, It's so, so quick. This happened so quickly back in the 60s, 70s, I remember... Uh homeless people, uh, in Berkeley, you just, you, you called, uh, made a phone call, um, the free clinic and places like that, they would give you, uh, phone numbers and addresses of people who could take in homeless individuals, you know, didn't leave people out there sleeping on the sidewalk, you know, uh, uh anyway, uh, I listened the end again the other day to the list of folks men, of course, that are being considered for our Supreme Court. <laughs> Clarence Thomas has been been there since nineteen ninety one, let's see, twenty six, twenty seven years later, and <laughs> he appears to be in very good health. Apparently DJ Trump's ability to appoint uh maybe three more um oh golly and of course President Obama's only selection was uh blocked, I guess we would say uh blocked. (laughs) How do they get away with that? I'm not just un I don't understand. Uh anyway, uh here comes Decades, yes, retroactive decisions, boys and girls. Uh, how can they do this stuff? Uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Crimes against the mother—that's what it is, boys and girls. Crimes against the mother. There's a word, miasma. That uh, I looked it up in the uh, the encyclopedia of women's myths and secrets. Miasma means the mother 's curse m i a s m a me is it miasma miasma anyway uh, barbara g Walker wrote this wonderful well edited this terrific huge book the encyclopedia of women 's myths and secrets uh, when I bought it years ago, I think it was only twenty seven dollars uh I think, yes, I've used it here on KPFA. I love the stuff about the crone Barbara Walker wrote. The book also on the crone was called, uh, yes, Woman of Age, Wisdom, and Power. Uh, oh, get on with it, Jennifer. Let's try one, Edna Malay. Let's try it. In Malay's, uh, Little book, Wine from These Grapes. She has a sonnet, a sonnet series. Uh, the series is titled Epitaph for the Race of Man. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty serious. Uh, Malay was the age of my mother. Here we go, let's see. I uh, there's so many. She's got it all down here, obsequious greed, all of the things that we've done wrong uh, Sonnet eighteen she writes Here lies and none to mourn him but the sea that falls incessant on the empty shore. Most various man, cut down to spring no more. Before his prime, even in his infancy, cut down, and all the clamour that was he silenced. All the riveted pride he wore, a rusted iron column whose tall core the reins have tunneled like an aspen tree. Man, Doughty man, what power has brought you low that heaven itself in arms could not persuade to lay aside the lever and the spade and be as dust among the dusts that blow? Whence, whence the broadside, who's the heavy blade? Strive not to speak, poor scattered mouth, I know. Golly, she wrote that back in the, in the 30s, nineteen. 19- 30s uh <laughs> Let's try one more Edna St. Vincent Millay Sonnet series uh all about the questioning mind of man didn't get us didn't didn't get us uh very far only a million years Sonnet 5 Edna ballet writes, When man is gone and only gods remain to stride the world, their mighty bodies hung with golden shields and golden curls outflung above their childish foreheads. When the plain round skull of man is lifted, and again abandoned by the ebbing wave among the sand and pebbles of the beach. What tongue will tell the marvel of the human brain? Heavy with music once, this windy shell. Heavy with knowledge of the clustered stars. The one-time tenant of this Shakti uh, Hall, himself in learned pamphlet did foretell, after some eons of study, jarred by wars, this toothy gourd, this head emptied of all. <laughs> I love the program we had on just before I came on the air. <laughs> it's all about evolution evolution's end, that's a poem for you, evolution's end, <laughs> if we're not here, well, will there be, of course there will be, uh, we're just a blip, peep on the screen, Edna Millet, epitaph, epitaph for the race of man, sonnet two, she writes, when death was young and bleaching bones were few, a moving hill against the risen day, the dinosaur at morning made his way. Dropped his dung upon the blazing dew, trees with no name that now are agate grew. Lushly beside him in the steamy clay, he woke and he hungered, stalked his prey, slept contented in a world he knew in punctual season, with a race in mind, his consort held aside her heavy tail and took the seed and heard the seed-confined roar in her womb, and made a nest to hold a hatched-out conqueror. (laughs) But to no avail. The veined and fertile eggs are long, long since cold. At the beginning of this sonnet series, Edna St. Vincent Millay uh, writes. Let's see. This is the the book is Wine from These Grapes. If you want to look it up, it's one of my favorite collections of Malay. You remember, uh, on top of my little pile of Malay, I have the little book that I use to start students with called. Uh, a few figs from thistles you remember safe upon the solid rock the ugly houses stand. Come and see my shining palace built upon the sand. She had hope. She had hope, at least in her lifetime. She was going to have love. Love everlasting. Now, her epitaphs, their are eight, of them here Uh, this collection of sonnets is so rare most people think of de St. Vincent Mollet as a uh, love poet (laughs) no, mostly lost love or the agony of love that was her thing actually early in the 20th century uh, the loss of love seemed to be the main theme with women masochists all my favorite uh, slogan or motto this season is, Are you a masochist or a feminist? Take your pick. Masochist or feminist? Anyway, this epitaph uh, by Enna Molay uh, begins... yes. Before this cooling planet shall be cold. Long, long before the music of the lyre like the faint roar of distant breakers. Rolled on reefs unseen when wind and flood conspire to drive the ship inshore. Long, long, I say, before this ominous humming its the ear earth will have come upon a stiller day man and his engines be no longer here high on his naked rock the mountain sheep will stand alone against the final sky drinking a wind of danger new and deep, staring on Vega with a piercing eye, and gather up your slender ooze and leap from crag to crag, down chaos, and so, go by. (laughs) Chaos theory, I tried to read about chaos theory, it doesn't make any sense, uh, just a word, you know, what do we do with these words, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the images she makes, uh, well, she's assuming, of course, that, uh, the earth, the sentient beings, uh, will go on a long time after, uh, mankind, uh, (laughs) little friend of mine says that the next crowd will be, uh, insects, he seems to imagine that they will be larger in size, I don't think that's necessary, uh, obviously they are the smartest, definitely the smartest creatures, uh, (laughs) I'm wondering which ones, uh, Anyway, uh, our turn is just about up. Yes, indeed, 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 indeed. Uh, uh-huh. Just one more. Uh, sonnet four. Uh, she's trying to tell us that Earth... Earth does not distinguish one species from another, you know. All, all will have their turn. Uh, polar bears here today, gone tomorrow. Mankind, oh gosh. Here's what Edna Malay says. O oh Earth, unhappy planet born to die, might I, your scribe and your confessor be. What wonders must you not relate to me of man? Who, when his destiny was high, strode like the sun into the middle sky and shone an hour? And who, so bright as he and like the sun, went down into the sea, leaving no spark to be remembered by, but no You have not learned in all these years to tell the leopard and the newt apart. Man, with his singular laughter, his droll tears, his engines and his conscience and his art, (sighs) made but a simple sound upon your ears. The patient beating of the animal heart. There is a poem by Millet, uh, an early poem she became famous for. It's called Renaissance. A wonderful poem in there. She talks about lying on the earth, literally lying down, parting the grass and trying to make love to earth itself. Uh, <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, Edna Malay now dismissed by many young poets as not tough enough, you know. Uh, sentimentality is a crime. Uh, actually, I think it might be making a comeback. Uh, <laughs> I brought uh, a whole pile of my grown poems. I'm very fond of Crone Poems, and I wish I had time to read you uh, a stack, a stack, yes. Uh, um, Pathography, here, here's my pile of (laughs) uh, Crone Poems. Pathography, why are we poets? Because we cannot sing, that's why. More wine, less truth. Once upon a time in the land of the lost... Lived a woman who knew too much. Man did not know her from Eve. He had got awfully old. He had got hardening of the categories. <laughs> memento mori macho. Mother told me history would be nights like this. <laughs> I don't think that machismo is going to do us in, or perhaps, perhaps it is. uh <laughs> the series my series on the crones coming uh well it's a parody of the wonderful yeats poem about the second coming uh <laughs> once again i don't have time for these these super swell uh poems they're all about the the uh, the mother's curse the Norse idea of this fate which is overtaking the world at doomsday as a result of the goddess's disgust at the action of men and gods, Crone Mother will lay her doom upon the world and spirits from the hot southern lands of Mutzpelheim. Mutzpelheim is literally hell. Mutzpelheim... It will begin to destroy the earth. This is a mythic reminder of Kali, the destroyer in her original territory, that is, hell. Miasma. Yes, the Greeks call it a spiritual pollution, a highly contagious evil fate brought on by crimes against a mother or against the mother goddess's traditional law. Uh, you check out so many indigenous people they will explain this to you. It isn't that they're the good guys, it's just that they're the authentic guys, the uh, human beings who live uh, in touch in touch with the world uh, the world egg they call it yes. next time, we'll have a little bit about the city of the great mother uh, Biblos, it was called Biblos yes, uh, uh, Bibles (laughs) it was the seat of the ancient Semitic great goddess I have two pages of the names of this fabulous goddess Uh, it's the oldest temple known to man Uh, it's, uh, yes it's found in Mesopotamia the target of all the recent Christian crusades. This has been Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Be back again next Tuesday. Till then, go easy, and if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can.
0: What's your rent situation? How about your house payments? Maybe the digital explosion is sweet for you, but it has certainly brought a grim outlook for many of us. Wondering if an area can lose its soul, KPFA is presenting an illuminating public event, The Dark Shadow of Tech on the SF Bay Area. Carrie McClellan, author of Silicon City, San Francisco, in the Long Shadow of the Valley, will discuss it all with Richard A. Walker, author of Pictures of a Gone City, Tech, and the Dark Side of Prosperity in the SF Bay Area. They'll be hosted by KPFA's Sasha Lilly, a deeply knowledgeable author and editor herself. This happens Thursday evening, October 11, beginning 730 at First Congregational Church, 2345.